This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It uh, looks like some changes are underway at Blauberg Beachfront. There's some infrastructure upgrade. I can't wait to find out more about it. On the line is Alderman Eddie Andrews, Deputy Mayor of the City of Cape Town. Eddie, good morning and welcome to breakfast. Good morning. Um, lovely to, to be with you this morning. Yeah, great to be chatting to you. This weekend, we saw that info session for the residents of Blauberg and the surrounding areas to hear what the city's coastal management specialists are going to be uh, hoping to do uh, with the potential upgrades, Eddie. Um, was that well attended? Because, you know, people often complain when something happens and they didn't even use the opportunity to have their say. What was the numbers like over the weekend? Yeah, I think that is why we always have an extended period. Um, mm. You know, it was part of the, the back end of a, a month-long participatory process. Um, and this particular activation, the open day, uh, was an approximately 50 people okay. uh, participated as well. So the numbers are, are not that of con- uh, concerning to us, but more important, uh, the, the input, you know, what sort of uh, nuggets we're able to stumble upon in terms mm. of the uh, you know, the view of, of, of our residents um, um, in that neck of the woods. Yeah. Um, Eddie, I have a family member who lives uh, actually along that uh, beachfront area and uh, happened to mention to her what the city is proposing. There's certainly a lot of uh, excitement because, you know, you reach a point now where you say, hey, it would be really nice if things could change and be beautified just a little bit. So I would imagine there's a bit of enthusiasm and excitement from the residents in the area to know that change is on its way potentially. And for those of us that are slightly more inland and visit that area, it's quite exciting. That is, and I think we, we appreciate the fact that it's already a, a, a space that is optimally utilized. And so mm. the upgrade will definitely enhance that. Uh, the, the pathway would be not just extended um, and, and those strong linkages made, but also widened as well. So you could, hopefully I would like to see additional users, you know, mm. uh, you know, families with their push bikes and, and the kids, you know, just, just having a lovely stroll uh, on, on the beachfront. So uh, that, and of course, the, uh, the the stabilization of the dunes. I think that's also important for us. Uh, our coastal infrastructure is important, but also um, the dunes are also important, equally important. So, so what excites me about this particular project is a, a combination of, 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 of stabilizing and upgrading, which is quite useful. Yes, yeah, so uh, we're talking about upgrading and uh, what exactly is proposed? What could we expect when all the work is done and we go and visit? What are we going to see? Yeah, well, I think it's, it's going to be uh, at least construction. Uh, we're anticipating construction to commence September, uh, at best September, and it should take approximately 12 to, to 18 months. So okay. just to, to, to reiterate, it won't be um, you know, imminent, but it's going to take some time. Uh, and, of course, then you'll have a, a three-kilometer section of the coast um, that will be beautifully upgraded as well. And, and I mentioned the, the rehabilitation of the dune yes. between uh, Dolphin Beach and Whitewaters to reduce the impact of the, of the sand being blown across as well. Uh, the infrastructure to it, including the post and the rail fencing, uh, repairs to the paving, uh, maintenance, and, and our stormwater infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will also be done. But more importantly, you know, the parking areas. I, I think we know people come, uh, not just those who reside in close proximity, uh, but, you know, the residents from the four corners of our, 
our metro also descend upon the beach yeah. one. And so, so we definitely have, uh, you know, the parking area is quite useful as well. But also the, the infrastructure that, that is not that, uh, it's been derelict for a while. Mm. That will be demolished and, uh, uh, and, and, you know, that includes the, all the pollution facilities oh. um, that will be demolished. But we will also not just demolish uh, pollution facilities, but also have uh, two new pollution facilities at Marine Circle um, and, of course, at the, the second one at the, the Bokum by parking. Yes. Uh, so there will be additional pollution facilities um, that we will, 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 of course, be building um, um, going forward. Uh, one thing about that stretch of beach, and maybe this is slightly off topic, but that stretch of beach is well known, and I connected with the NSRI, and they mentioned that's the one stretch of beach there where there are no lifeguards on duty. I mean, would that ever potentially change? I know it's got a lot to do with the currents and all of that, but uh, people swimming there anyway at their own risk. But uh, you know, could something be done to create a, a larger stretch of, of swimming there? Yeah, it depends. You know, it all comes down to resources available. I think that's mm. why with uh, our lifeguards, they have a demarcated area. Uh, they feel safe. Uh, they feel that they are able to to monitor safely. You know, uh, those who are using our, our oceans as well. Mm. If you extend that footprint, you may dilute the resources um, that would be available. And that, that definitely is, is is something to be mindful of uh, with regards to that particular request. I thought you were going to talk about the wind and that nick of the woods, which is also quite. Uh, uh, an asset at this stage. Yeah, uh, exactly, with all of those kite surfers out there. But of course, the wind also is carrying a lot of those dune sands across the road. Um, if you think about the Strand, for example, and the, the rehabilitation the city has done there, also with a little wall to stop the sand from blowing, is that something that might form part of the upgrades there to try and minimize the amount of uh, dune sand and beach sand that ends up on Otto Duplessis Road? Uh, it's it's part of our response, uh, but also the primary focus would be the stabilisation of of the dunes. Mm. And so, so, so we're aware that the sand, uh, you know, the strong winds, you know, does blow the sand across. And, and hopefully that will be. We've seen it elsewhere that it's really worked wonderfully. Yes. Um, and hopefully, the, with the, once the project is completed, the dunes have been stabilised. Um, uh, the sand won't be joining you for lunch. <laughs> I like that one. Thanks, Eddie. Um, and then trying to cross Otto Duplessis. I mean, is anything going to be done as part of the rehabilitation? Is it really just focusing on that walkway area and the infrastructure upgrades? But uh, any chance of getting uh, maybe something to help us cross that road in the summertime, trying to get from the restaurant side, trying to get over Otto Duplessis to the beach? Good luck to you without putting your life on the line. Any chance of uh, something else to help us to get across the road? <laughs> Yes, we actually, I forgot to mention earlier on, so we do we do have uh, traffic signalization, oh, nice. uh, two signalized uh, crossings that, of course, as you know, it exists there, and an additional pedestrian crossing will be provided uh, closer to the, the foam road area. So so we would be, you know, having additional one located there. So just to assist those who are uh, needing to uh, to cross over and not place life and limit risk. Exactly, Eddie. And right there at foam road is where the Tani sits with the Rumes Kareki. So that's really where everybody wants to cross. So it's a good yep. idea. To, it's a good idea to well, put it right there. That, that, that's that's the exciting part when you have these participatory processes that uh, the technical team may or may not be aware of of the frequently used spaces and hotspots or, yeah. or or desire ways. And so uh, these engagement really helps us to to design in a way that is inclusive and and, and accommodate everyone there and, and understand what the actual contextual constraints are and for us to respond accordingly when we develop. Um, Eddie, just as we close, uh, any opportunity for those who might not have been part of what went down on Saturday who are living in the area and still want to have their say, maybe see a plan or two and, uh, and comment? 
Yeah, so what we'll do now, we'll draft the, the inputs received and then we'll, we'll pave the way going forward. The, the participatory process, as I mentioned, too, has uh, run its course, and, and Saturday being the, the last open day as well. And I think we've got quite useful comments and inputs okay. received that we'll use going forward. There would be feedback sessions where we'll inform the residents, uh, you know, what has been received, and um, so they can also have a line of sight of that. Very exciting to see the city of Cape Town do these things. We've already got so many beautiful beaches and so many great areas. This is going to be another uh, tourist and local and outside of South Africa tourist uh, destination spots. That's going to be beautiful to spend some time in. One of my favorite places to go, thanks to the city of Cape Town for all the work that they're doing. That's the voice that you heard of Alderman Eddie Andrews, Deputy Mayor of the city of Cape Town. Eddie, thanks so much for your conversation this morning. Take care, stay dry, and have a great day. Thank you, all. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.